Hello, and welcome to About Town, the mini podcast of Tulsa Talks. I'm Morgan Phillips. I'm an editor here at Tulsa People Magazine, and it's Christmas week, so Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays, whatever you celebrate. And I'm here with Blakely Freed, another one of our editors, and we're ready to talk holidays. Yes, we are. So one thing that we've already been chatting about today is um, just yummy, indulgent treats around this time of year. And I brought in some cinnamon rolls from Little Jay's Bake Shop at 101st and Sheridan. And we all sort of believe that they might be the best in Tulsa. Is that the consensus? We've had some pretty extravagant and in-depth research here at the office for cinnamon rolls over the last couple of years. I even wrote a one of my first cover stories for Tulsa Voice when I first started here was about the cinnamon. It was actually called Suns Out, Buns Out. So Which we're connoisseurs great. here, you know, um, but that it, they were seriously good. Yes. Yeah, so um, I am giving my little secret away because I plan to be back later in the week to grab some possibly for Christmas morning. And so don't get there before me and buy them out of cinnamon rolls because I'm looking forward to that Christmas morning treat. But also I wanted to give a shout out to our December issue, um, which has a great food cover with cobbler mom Joyce Horton, which we all love her and what she does uh, with her cobblers. And they make great gifts. But then also, Blakely, you worked on the local foodie gift guide. I did. And so when we were editing the print copy of that, it seemed like it just warranted really well to, uh, especially after it printed and I saw the full magazine, um, that it needed to be a mini version. So I made a Tulsa Tasty Treats holiday issue zine that I will uh, attach a copy of to this article online because I want everybody to see this beautiful creation. But, um, I mean, it's not, the, you know, it's not the best uh, food guide I've ever made, but it is the first complete zine I've ever finished. So that's uh, kind of a big deal. And it features line art of Cobbler Mom Joyce Horton. I I went ahead and traced the cover. (laughs) The zine is worth it just for that. Uh, As somebody who has never actually held a zine in my hands, I feel like it is a wonderful zine. And congratulations on making it. Thank you. You know, um, it it was really fun because I actually was cutting out pieces of our print magazine, which I've never done before. And um, so it was really weird interacting with the content that we produce in a completely different way. Do you think everybody knows what a zine is who's listening? Uh, You know, I don't – that's a good um, question. I think we should explain that it's a – well, it's a handmade booklet that you can take a – piece of paper eight and a half by 11 fold it hot dog hamburger hot dog hamburger and then you have yourself little perfect rectangles that you can draw on or make art on and if you fold it right it can actually turn into a booklet the problem is I did not because I like I said this is my first one so there's definitely an upside down page in here and <laughs> I feel like that just adds to how eclectic it is. Yes, yes. I thought it was honestly, I thought it was on purpose when I saw that. See? Well, there you go. Yeah. I haven't heard the hot dog and hamburger fold phrase since about elementary school. (laughs) So that is so great to hear. It just popped in. I'm going to have to work on that over (laughs) a little break we're taking this week. I just wanted to share something else from our December issue. I think we all have those stories that we've like always wanted to write, but we never get the time or that just, you know, something isn't right. And this is one of those for me. And I got to interview Gary Hood, who is the carousel operator at Woodland Hills Mall. 
And I have taken my girls to ride the carousel there for years. They love it. There's just something about riding the carousel with them all. And he is almost always there when we go. And, um, you know, he's getting on in years. And I wanted to talk with him because I thought this guy is a guy who has a story to tell. And so I finally got the opportunity to do that a few months ago. And um, his story, part of it is included in our December issue. He tells some great stories about the carousel horses themselves and the history behind those. And that's fascinating in and of itself. And the, the carousel has some old pictures of Tulsa that he added to it, which is a great just touch of local history. But what's fascinating to me is is Gary himself. He told me a lot about how he used to be a uh, carnival operator. So he would spend like nine months of the year traveling from state to state. Did that for years and years. And he said he loved that lifestyle, but it's a really hard life. And it got really difficult for him financially as an operator. And so he ended up getting into the carousel game (laughs) and bought a carousel, operated it in Oklahoma City for a number of years, and spent about five years trying to get into the Tulsa Woodland Hills Mall. When he was finally able to break in to the Tulsa market and get his carousel there. Um, He has just loved being a part of it. And what I really appreciate is that he is a part of people's memories of going to the mall. And as we were talking about, I mean, who knows how long malls will be around? Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of malls across the country have closed. And so I think the future remains to be seen on how how malls will fare in this modern world that we live in. But, you know, for the time being, like, he's part of all those memories that people can still make with their families there. And I think it's just wonderful, especially this time of year, to kind of shed some light on what he does and that it is a big part of people's lives. Yeah, I really thought that I loved that story, even when you were conceptualizing it a couple of months ago, because it really kind of hits that the central theme of our magazine, which is people you might see every single day who are a part of your lives. And we're working to tell those stories because um, these are the people that make up our community. What I also loved about that story was that the horses have names and the tidbit of information that you taught me about uh, the different materials and how those horses are built. It's really intricate. So yes, and funny story about the names of the horses. Uh, I'm going to include a little bit of audio from my interview with Gary. Um, But uh, what was so exciting to me is that, um, you know, there was there's always been a, a carousel there at the mall, um, even when I was a kid growing up here. But Gary didn't operate that one. It was the previous operator that had that carousel. And so um, there were some different horses. It was like a different piece of equipment altogether. Um, But I remember it. And I remember the horse that I used to ride. And like when Gary said that horse's name, I was like, like, I think my face lit up. And I was like, yes, that's the horse I always remembered. And so I just think about that. You can hear my excitement in this short clip from my interview with Gary back in October. Overall, the the babies always like it. Yeah. And the parents rode when they were a child. Yeah. And, And from time to time, I'll have a customer that told me, I used to ride the other carousel when I was a child, and they all tell me the name of the horse. Uh, the most frequently I hear about Arabella. Oh, that's what I rode when I was a kid. And that yeah. 
Now, the previous operator had four carousels. I end up with two of them. Uh, I found one in uh, Biloxi, Mississippi, Edgewater Mall. Uh, Katrina came in, flooded the mall, knee-deep water, caused a lot of surface rust. Operator wouldn't repaint. Mall said, thanks for the 11 years, we'll see you. That was my first one. This one I found in Cavender's Western Wear in Springdale, Arkansas. Mm. But I hear about Arabella. I'll ask him, did you have a favorite horse? And Arabella is, is the one that I hear about most. Yeah. Well, that's all for this week. Merry Christmas, happy holidays. We'll see you next week with an interview from Tim Landis.